Welcome to Cancelled Out, where if you've got a booger hanging out of your nose, we'll let you know. We're those guys. I'm Scott, joined by my co-host Max. Today, we're going to talk about, in local news, another bar owner gets in the canceling game. A local lawyer files a First Amendment lawsuit against the Education Board. And a follow-up on the much-anticipated Joe Blystone meetup. We've got an awesome show for you, so let's go! Welcome to the show dedicated to truth and liberty in the greater Cincinnati area. One small part of a larger movement for freedom, pressured into silence by a culture that seeks nothing less than total obedience. My name is Scott, and I'm joined by my co-host Max to help you find the courage and resources to become uncancelable. This is Canceled Out. All right, welcome everybody to episode number 10. Holy we crap. made it 10 weeks. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. So, thank you for listening. Thank you for, yeah, listening, because uh, quite frankly... Thank you for sharing. Thanks for liking. I didn't All know. That stuff, yeah. I didn't know what to expect from this. It's been crazy. The response that we've gotten. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. We've heard some great feedback too from some listeners. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. So uh, thanks again for that feedback. Really appreciate it. Make sure you guys keep uh, reaching out to us and asking us to, uh, you know, giving us some ideas, giving us some thoughts, letting us know some things. I mean, that's one of the things too. Like uh, we're starting to get to the point where we get a lot of stuff from our listeners, and that's really, really helpful. So please do continue yeah. to uh, reach out to us and give us some feedback. Yeah, the more feedback we get, the better we can make the show for you. So, and speaking of that, I got some really good feedback, and kind of wanted to throw this in there, kind of. Uh, on the last minute, but uh, I was talking with somebody last Tuesday after the uh, the Joe Blystone meetup, which we'll talk about later. And he said, "Man, I really want to follow your social media, but I don't like anything political on Facebook or, or anything like that because of my job and because I'm afraid that I might lose my job." He's like, "Well, you might call me a coward or whatever." And I said, "Wait, wait, no." I said, "We it's just protecting yourself." Exactly. I said, "Of, of all things." We don't want you to lose your job over yeah. liking our show. No, that was it, it's it, it's one of those things. I mean, in so much that we both don't even show our faces on our cover art for our show, and that's partly to illustrate the reasoning behind the show, but it's also partly right now to kind of protect us from yeah. this whole this same thing. This gotta, whole gotta cancel culture, this whole public life crap. Yeah, and so we are a part of that too. And so if that is the case for you. You'll never hear anything bad from us. Although we could but, get on some alternate platforms, right? Like Gab or something, maybe. Start, I mean, yeah, you know, we can. I don't think they're going to pay attention to that too much. Right? I wouldn't but, think, but you never know. But you, what you can do is still follow us. You, you can still, if you type your our name into the search bar on both platforms, it'll bring up our page, and you can still click. You, you don't have to type it in every time, if as long as you don't delete it from your search history, and you can just click the search bar, and then click on the show. That way you can still keep up with the posts because the social media posts to this point have been few and far between, but we're going to change that here real soon. I've got some stuff coming out this week on our Facebook platform that's just going to be some commentary for me. We're going to talk a little bit about that uh, throughout the show. But, uh, yeah, don't think that you're, you're offending us by not necessarily liking our page we encourage you to do it but we understand at the same time in the in the day in which we live in this crazy world 
if you can't. Or, just, uh, or if you're word afraid of mouth. To. I mean, word of mouth is still a thing. Just because we have the internet doesn't mean you can't well, sure. just tell people, you know, sure. in person about us. So and people are, and I know they are. Yeah. So, so and yeah. So we saw Joe Blystone last week in his uh, meetup with the ESRC. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk a little bit about that later. We are still on YouTube for the time being. Still haven't heard back from him. I'm getting kind of upset. Um, it's been three, four weeks now. I just wonder if we care. Yeah. Well, I mean, I w- I just want to know what they're what they say. That's all yeah. I want to know. But could just I get on bitch shoot. I, done with it. Right. I I'm not holding my breath either. So again, don't forget to like, subscribe, and all the rest to our social media profiles on Facebook and Instagram. Tell your friends. Tell all your friends. Everybody knows somebody that uh, knows somebody that knows somebody. Oh, yeah, Chronicle. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) So out of it, man. I'll tell you what a long weekend I had. Yeah, so Chronicles. Chronicles is what we use for our show notes. And uh, if you uh, don't want to follow us on Facebook because you are uh, concerned about uh, Facebook, you could always just sign up for Chronicles. Hey. Um, Because all our show notes are there anyway. So all the stuff that we talk about, you're going to find on Chronicles anyway. And you can take a look at our timelines and follow those. You also follow all other... Uh, whatever other kind of topics that you're interested in, or you could create the topics yourselves. You know, tell people what you think is important to uh, pay attention to. So, chronicles.org, that's C H R O N I K L E S. Do not forget that K. Chronicles.org. Thank you. And if you'd like to become a show sponsor, be featured on an episode, contact us at canceledoutpodcast at gmail.com. That's canceled, spelled C A N C E L E D. No British people here. Although that's about to kind of change with our intro here soon. I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> Dude, y'all don't even know yet. More to come on that. We got an intro coming out. Maybe maybe next. I told you. I've been talking about it for a while. <laughs> and I, people, I, I guess people were probably wondering if I was just full of shit. I but know, I have right? been working on it because it was just I've just been having some issues. But you, you already got the hint there. There yeah. is going to be a British chick on there. And that's going to be a lot. I can't wait, dude. It's so goofy. It's so like it's so stupid, and I cannot wait for people to hear it. Right. <laughs> if you hate, if you hate our new intro, it's Max's fault. I'm just telling you that right now. But you won't. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's, but once it's, it's awesome, you'll love our intro. Right. You'll love me. <laughs> so that does it for our announcements. I can't think of anything else. Yeah, um, I'll do it. Uh, well, we'll, we will note only because uh, the elections in Cincinnati are going to be done mm. by the time uh, these publish. So when we get into the local stuff today, we're not really going to be covering a whole lot yet on that. True. Uh, we would have probably said, hey, make sure you get out and vote on this stuff. But right. uh, this is going to be after the fact. So I'm just pointing out uh, that. Well, this part won't. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah, those, this part will be. Yeah, that's right. Every so, day. so uh, for the for the sake of those so who if it's listen, Tuesday, uh, listen <laughs> tomorrow on Tuesday. If you haven't gotten out and voted yet, especially if you're in Cincinnati, uh, issue three is still on the table. Yeah, uh, I actually went out and passed out. Uh, I saw that uh, stuff on that because we needed fifty million a year is what yeah. they want to put into that thing. That's, that's going to cut into a lot of the budget, and you know, eventually they're just going to raise taxes on us when they realize they can't afford all oh, this of crap. So. Um, yeah, it's that's that's going to be uh, brutal to uh, Cincinnati's budget. So if you uh, please, if if you if you happen to hear this on Tuesday before the polls close at whatever time they close, please go and vote this shit off the table. We don't even need to be battling with this crap. So yeah. for real. All right. So the CDC says to prepare for the zombie apocalypse. The way to do that is to go to zmunitions.com. Zemunitions.com provides ammunition uh, for 9mm. I believe they do 308. Uh, so definitely go and check out Zemunitions.com if you want to prepare for the zombie apocalypse. They actually uh, 
did do that back in like 2011, just so you guys know. You can go to, you can go to Chronicles to find that out. But yep, CDC, prepare for the zombie apocalypse. Go to zmunitions.com. Getting into some local stuff. Let's we'll start with some of the quickies. Uh, Y'all probably knew that uh, VP Kamala Harris, no, 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 co-president Kamala Co-president. Harris <laughs> was in Cincinnati. Uh, she actually visited a black coffee shop. Is that spelled? Is that the way it's spelled? That's the way it's spelled everywhere oh, I've looked. Okay. It's, it's So it's black. It, that's the name of the place. It's Black Coffee Lounge with uh, black being all lowercase except for the C. I guess the C is capitalized because of coffee, or Cincinnati, or both. I'm not entirely sure. But coffee is capitalized. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's... I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's, it's all just, weird to me. You know, I'm just... I maybe it's just a uh, decent little marketing ploy and good yeah, for them, maybe. I guess. You know, But this is from WLWT. Uh, Vice President Kamala Harris made a surprise visit to a coffee shop in Cincinnati during her visit in Queen City. Um... White House has pushed for spending trillions to rebuild America focused on Cincinnati. Harris came to town to help sell Biden administration um, administration's ambitious plan. Blech. Super ambitious. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know anything about this place, but uh, they've got a Wakanda coffee with whole, whole milk. So this is a very uh, black person centered uh, 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 coffee shop, which so, I wouldn't care. But at the same time, it's. I hate to I hate to pull the same old you know if roles were reverse thing but you know I mean if there was a white coffee shop well that not was only focused that, on white stuff I mean she literally visited it because it was a black owned coffee shop as well right right so she, you you don't hear that when they go to these corporations like oh they went to this white owned corporation yeah like so I just uh, you know yeah. I'm just pointing that out because. You know, we should, but I'm just getting tired of the double yeah. standard there. And uh, I'm, not, I'm just not, I'm simply not buying the, you know, blacks are so oppressed in this country anymore crap comparatively. No, uh, because just, they have it better here than anywhere else in the world. Well, and in a lot of ways they have it standard. better than white people too. I mean, it's well, not like, they, I, mean, I mean, we yeah. have, they have, they have coffee shops that are dedicated to their race. White people don't have that. They have Starbucks, they, dude. What are you talking about? They have, the, the, uh, yeah. Blacks have, blacks have. Uh, um, uh, You're not basic enough, Max. That's really the, what the problem whatever. is. Um, education funding that goes specifically oh, to people that are just black. I mean, affirmative action. Affirmative I mean, action. I mean, there's just so. I mean, systemically, if you want to talk about systemic racism, I know it. There are systems in place that are designed specifically to help black people. There are none. Name me the system. You're gonna. Excuse me. If you're going to talk about systemic racism, name me the system and right. what specific policies those systems have that help uh, whites over blacks. Because mm-hmm. I can do the same thing for black people, and don't make it ambiguous. Like, right. oh well, capitalism is historically a white blah oh, blah, well, no, blah, blah blah blah. No, no, no. Argument. Give me something concrete, not some ambiguous yeah. crap. But yep. anyway, uh, so uh, Steve Shabbat. I think you saw this, didn't you? Didn't you see this? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Steve Shabbat, his former uh, campaign Good manager, night. is uh, charged with embezzling 1.4 million in campaign money. I've, they've talked about this off and on for a while. I don't remember. I don't. I, like, this is the first I've heard, heard about heard it. Whispers so this is from of the it. Inquirer. Well, but now he's charged with it. Okay. So they've talked about like the accusation has been out there for a little bit. Okay. See, I didn't even hear. That's my yeah. Mistake. I hadn't even heard. Uh, federal authorities charged his former campaign manager, Shabbat's former campaign manager, Jamie Schwartz, with wire fraud and falsification of records for embezzling more than $1.4 million from Shabbat's campaign coffers. Um, 
it's it, I, I mean I don't know what Shavit it doesn't seem like Shavit had anything to do with this as far as I can tell um, but I better hope not I, I just well no for sure but I just I just wonder how do you not I mean I don't how know if you, he noticed you it know? well I don't know maybe maybe he's been cooperating with the law enforcement this whole time maybe, yeah. he, maybe he's I don't know I don't know the details of this well, but look it up I got the article on here yeah. it's just I mean uh, these guys when you're talking national campaigns they don't know what goes on a lot of times behind when they're not around, you know, yeah. especially with the finance stuff. Like uh, this is not an isolated incident with a campaign manager doing. I mean, Trump's campaign manager was accused of the same stuff. Mm. So, um, and then also apparently uh, Ohio has recently had the largest weekly increase in gas prices. Huh? In the country. I wonder no why. Doubt. I wonder That's why. That's weird. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. And, uh, Interesting. so it's, it's weird that we're talking about, the largest increases like okay so we know that the gas prices are increasing <laughs> right. we're just get, you know we're just we're just we're just accepting that that's the case and right. now let's talk about where it's worse right you know what i mean i don't remember talking about that the past four years uh no because we do didn't. you remember talking about no, that the past four didn't. years yeah because we were my, self-sufficient I just, i've been noticing my gas prices oh, going yeah. up and i'm like heck yeah the hell so yeah I'm glad I'm it's not weird that that doesn't it. register with people. It's like it's a thing you do all the time. You're still going to vote for right. what brings your gas prices up. Yeah. Like, why? Why are you doing right. that? It doesn't make any sense. Because people suck. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, I'll just be blunt yeah. about it. Uh, and then uh, Democratic Representative uh, Tim Ryan is launching his bid for the U.S. Senate seat. So uh, uh, that's open in Ohio. Former Democratic potential candidate for president. Yeah. Tim Ryan from the Cleveland area. Yeah. So we'll, we'll be keeping an eye on that race for sure because that's going to be an important one. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want him to take Portman's seat. So at Paul Brown Stadium, which uh, is obviously, I mean, you guys know if you're listening locally, but uh, is where the Bengals play, uh, supposedly. <laughs> it's where football gets it's, played. Yeah, it's where they... <laughs> we don't know if the Bengals play it's it. where they play that sports ball. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so they set it up to... Uh, to to try to this. do like like uh, sporadic walk-ins for people to get yeah. vaccinations, and they only had sixteen people show up. It's not surprising. <laughs> it's kind of I mean it's not surprising, but what, it's it's the fact that it's surprising to them kind of demonstrates. Right. You know, so this How is actually touch they so are. this is actually a good point. <laughs> like, um, and this is one of the reasons why I built Chronicles, right? Mm-hmm. Because uh, if you can predict with certain amount of accuracy what's going to happen happen if you do whatever mm. then the, and and you're accurate in your prediction yeah. right um then you're the person i'm gonna want to pay attention to in the future right because right? you've right. got the credibility you made the prediction right um if and if you're consistently making good predictions especially then i'm going to keep paying attention to you mm-hmm. so uh and if you couldn't predict that setting up this clinic you know uh is gonna not go over well <laughs> yeah then you know why? Why would anybody pay attention to you? Right, or listen to what you have to say? You would think that things work that way. Yeah, but so we live in a world of stupid. It seems that maybe uh, some <laughs> colleges in Ohio at least are paying attention. We talked about how there's like over 100 yeah. colleges in the country right now that yep. are uh, forcing vaccinations on their students. Uh, we have a number of colleges in Ohio that are not, and that includes UC. Hey, UC, uh, hey, we can uh, talk uh, nicely about you for a change, right? Um, I don't know. If, I didn't see Xavier for sure if they were on the list, but uh, I hope they are. Uh, uh, I wouldn't think with all the BLM stuff well, going on UC there. Well, UC gets in recently. on that stuff too. So yeah, I don't. I don't know. 
Um, anyway. We'll and then uh, one of the last things, and this will lead into uh, our uh, first topic of the night, is uh, that pub owner at uh, Lynn's Lin- Pub. Lynn's or yep. something like that? Yeah. I think it's Lynn's. Oh, well, whatever. I'm going to say Lynn's. Sure. Um, and we need to go there. We uh, do. At some point. We've got to set up a, we yeah. set up a trip um, and be one of the reasons why his business is booming, right. according to him. Uh I'm sure it's. I'm sure. Um, it's yeah, real. yeah. Uh huh. I'm sure it's real. Yeah. Oh, what I'm, sure saying? Yeah. I'm sure. Well, it's, I mean, right. no, there's no such thing as bad press. You know? Well, right. Uh, which is why I'm not gonna uh, say the name of this next bar because I'm not gonna give him any press. But we should talk <laughs> about it because it's relevant. Yeah. Um, so there's a Cincinnati bar owner. This gets into our first topic of the night. Cincinnati bar owner that demands Rust, uh, Dusty Rhodes resign for his behavior on Twitter. Um, this is actually. So this first off, this is interesting because I've been paying attention to some of the stuff that Dusty's been saying for a while. First off, he's a Democrat. Yeah. And he's the uh, Hamilton County Auditor, right? Yes. I hope I got that yes, right. Yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hamilton since 1990. hate him, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's um, the uh, He's not getting, uh, according to this article, he's not getting a, uh endorsement from the Democrat party yeah. in Hamilton. So yeah. because of his uh, comments on Twitter and Facebook, actually. I was going to say, the fa- I follow the Facebook stuff and the Cincinnati politics group, and they hate him. Oh, yeah. yeah they, they, they do. <laughs> God, they hate him hate so bad. Him. Um, but honestly, like, the things that he say are, like, you know, let's so let's Pretty get it. Let's, sense. So, well, let's give <laughs> let's give an example of some of the things that this guy says. So, in response to that Black Lives Matter mural that was painted yep. in front of Cincinnati City Hall that we talked about, I think a couple of weeks ago. Yep. Um, Rhodes, his tweet was just wondering when they are going to paint Black Lives Matter on Auburn Avenue. You know, in front of the building where they terminate Black Lives and white ones too, almost every day of the week. And right. this was in reference to a Planned, Planned Parenthood, Parenthood clinic. Yep. Um, now. I, you know, you can disagree as a Democrat. I'm sure, or a leftist in particular, people yeah. are going to disagree with sure. the premise of that argument. Sure, but they don't just disagree with right. the premise of the argument. That's, <laughs> it's not enough to do it's that. Not enough. It yep. has to be according to this, uh, uh, the Hamilton County Democratic Party chairwoman Gwen McFarlane. It has to be racist and sexist. Got us. Go uh, it's not her. enough to just say this is a flawed premise. Right. The Democrats can't ever do that because nope. they can't actually challenge premises uh, because they're often wrong. Right. So, no. um, so because of that, it was because of uh, tweets like that that uh, McFarland said that uh, the Democratic Party in Hamilton County is not going to endorse Rhodes for re-election in 2022 next year. So, not um, a lot of Republicans love this guy too. Uh, so, yeah. uh, he's he's got the D next to his name, which a lot of Democrats aren't paying attention to what he's saying necessarily. Right. So they're probably not going to care, or maybe they even agree because not everybody agrees that well, uh, in the Democratic Party agrees right. with abortion or agrees right. with Black Lives Matter. Or a lot of this very leftist stuff. They're just old school blue dog Democrats. Yeah. So, but those and numbers then he's are got a lot smaller of, and smaller though. They are, but he's still got a lot of Republican support too. Oh yeah. So yeah. Oh, I mean, we'll see. I mean, he's also getting older, so I mean, he's probably due to right. retire at some point or another. Right. Um, but the uh, owner of this bar uh, would get into Twitter battles with with Dusty Rhodes, and she would say things like "fuck you, Dusty Rhodes," because she's classy like that. Um, which I'm not judging opener. her for her language, of course. I shouldn't do that. Uh, it's just, I mean, there's no substance there. Like, right? How about, yeah, that's how about, what I mean. It's a good. Opener. How about you make an argument or something like that <laughs> instead of just leaving it at "fuck you, Dusty Rhodes"? Can't you just say, "Here's why you're wrong," and also "fuck you, Dusty Rhodes"? I mean, come on. No. Because that takes a little bit of thought. You can't put any thought into it. So, um, 
So yeah, this is uh, this has become an ugly thing between the two of them, and she's uh, she's trying to force him to have to step down or uh, be removed because of his statements on Twitter. And uh, this, of course, comes after what we talked about with the uh, bar owner uh, of Lynn's Pub, who yeah. uh, is wanting uh, uh, to cancel LeBron. LeBron James to be uh, removed. I'm still not going to claim that's canceling. <laughs> and but we should at least talk about the difference between uh, what. LeBron James did and sure. the things that Dusty Rhodes is saying. Yeah, and again, this is the totally worst fair. thing he's they could come up with. I mean, yeah. this is this is from sorry, this was from the Enquirer, which is very much a leftist oh. paper. Yeah. Um, and the worst thing that they could find in his tweets, I mean, they probably could have of all the things that he's said, this is the worst they could find was was this reference to black lives being murdered at, at uh, Planned Parenthood. I mean, we've said worse on this show even yeah, earlier we're not tonight. An audit, <laughs> not, yeah, and we're not a, yeah, but we're not an auditor for Hamilton County, so no, whatever. But my point is like this is not even that bad. This is this is especially when it's frankly your own it's side. it's it's just mild as all hell. Yeah. You just don't like that he's against abortion and he's saying so, and he's right. and he's using uh, the Black Lives Matter uh, language to make the point, right? You know? So, uh, and if if what he says is true that that the uh, unborn lives are in fact human life, which I think they are, then he's got a point. There right. are black lives that are being uh, taken for no oh, yeah. good reason. So anyway, this is uh, th- this uh, the the Dusty Rhodes stuff. It's just fun to see him uh, on Facebook, kind of just just get these yeah. people all up in a tizzy. I really love it. He's so, good at it. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> Uh, moving on, so uh, this guy, we've talked about him before, Kurt Hartman. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've actually met him once uh, a Look while ago. You. It was a while ago. He, I'm sure he doesn't remember me, but he's a submariner. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Kurt Hartman, he's a submariner. That's huh. that's actually how I got to talking to him, because uh, huh. we were you know we were both uh, at some some meetup. And, Interesting. Uh, he seemed like a nice enough dude, but anyway. So this is also from the Enquirer. Uh, Ohio Board of Education accused of limiting comments about race curriculum. The Ohio State Board of Education is no longer accepting verbal comments or criticisms at meetings regarding its resolution to condemn racism, according to a lawsuit filed by Cincinnati lawyer Kurt Hartman. Uh, The resolution, which outlines the need for a culturally responsive curriculum in Ohio schools and implicit bias training for all Ohio educators, was adopted in July after the nation erupted in protest following the death of George Floyd. That's a whole bunch of gross. So let's, I mean, we can already start by looking at how uh, an incident, which is a very questionable incident in terms Mm -hmm. of the conclusions that are drawn from it in the first place, have this drastic effect on how we conduct ourselves, yeah. particularly in our schools with our kids. Right. Um, and we're going to get into a lot more discussions, I think, about schools uh, <laughs> yeah. going forward. We do have, so, just to give you guys a heads up, we do have some interviews lined up. And I'm not going to say who yet because they're not uh, set in stone just yet. But uh, you'll you'll know as soon as we know for sure. Teaser. Yeah, teaser. Uh, a lot of it has to do with education. Yeah. Because the kind of stuff that they're trying to teach, this critical race theory crap, which is very much anti-white. Yep. Um, because I don't care that the left thinks you can't be racist against white. Oh, well, yeah, that's I don't a care. false premise from the start. Right, anyway. I don't. But, I mean, I'm not interested in having the argument anymore. Well, see, but there's, this is the thing, too. There's no such thing as not racist. You're either racist or you're anti-racist. Which is something completely different, which is why the Abraham X. Kendi 
stuff, the book that we talked about last week from mm. King's High School. That's why I knew immediately who it was, yeah. but more than likely who published this thing because he's on the forefront of all this crap <clears> and good night. I'm going to release something soon about him too on, on our Facebook platform. Yeah. But, but suppose- you need to know his name yeah. for educational reasons. But supposedly they're they're keeping people from even being able to uh, criticize oh, yeah. uh, uh, any of this. Which again, you, you got to keep in mind. Even even I mean, if I were to try to make an argument to a leftist, which you know is kind of a you know <laughs> kind of like wasting your breath, kind of like pissing in the wind. <laughs> right. I mean, if I just if I just said don't kick puppies the way they say Black Lives Matter. Right. And then you know I passed uh, some resolution to uh, round up I don't know Jewish people. Or right. black people, or whatever, because they're more prone to kick puppies. Right. You know what I mean? Well, mm-hmm. if I, if all I do is label it with the with the don't kick puppies thing, then you know, then and people just go with it, right? Yeah. You might, some people, some ignorant people, might just go with it. That's the problem. When you say critical race theory or trying to, because when when you go into the comments section of places like the Facebook group that you're yeah. talking about, the Cincinnati Politics Facebook group, a lot of the things that they'll say when people criticize critical race theory is, well, why don't we just get rid? Why don't we focus on getting rid of racism first before we focus on getting rid of potentially not so good critical race theory? It's like, no, dude. All right, it's <laughs> well, a haven't we Trojan been horse. On that? <laughs> it's a Trojan horse for all this right. other crap. Yeah, uh, and maybe you're in on it, and you're all about in, uh, throwing in all this Marxist socialist crap into our schools. But I don't want it. So right. no, I don't want your critical race theory right. because I know what it actually is. Right. It's all about hating on whites mm-hmm. and inserting Marxism into our schools, and that's yeah. just got to stop. So, well, and the reality is they probably don't even know no, yeah, what's in sure. it either. For sure. So, so. Uh, it was filed in Cincinnati on Monday by Hartman uh, Interesting. and uh, Cincinnati business uh, uh, and a Cincinnati businessman, uh, Daniel Reginald. I don't know anything about this guy uh, against the board and five indi- individuals. So we'll see what happens with this. Interesting. Uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it, but we do need to. Uh, we definitely need to make sure that we're fighting this critical race yes. theory stuff. So yeah, it is. Yeah. It's the most. It is the most important battle in this country that you don't hear about, in yep. my opinion. Uh, yeah, for sure. Because all it is is again, it's a Trojan horse. Yeah. And if we don't talk about it, we don't pay attention. We're gonna we're gonna lose our ass on this stuff. Yeah. It literally <laughs> is that important that parents need to understand what's going on in their kids' schools with yep. this kind of stuff and fight it from get even getting there in the yep. first place. All right. So last thing in local, um, we're gonna talk about the uh, Joe Blystone talk at the uh, yeah. Uh, Patriot Center in uh, Cincinnati that uh, Scott and I both went to. And I actually got to talk to the guy, like in person. I shook his hand and everything. And I even actually invited him to uh, come on the show. Yeah. Do an interview. Do uh, it, Joe. Well, he may or may not. Uh, we do have something. We do have some comments. Um, yeah. And he may or may not like the comments. And, <laughs> and you know, I, it's only, uh, frankly, I, I just want to call it constructive criticism. Yes. Because in think, no way, and if he does listen malicious. to it, which I doubt he will, because I mean he's all over the state right now, and we're just a piddly little but podcast maybe, out of Cincinnati. But maybe, maybe somebody who works for him, eh, maybe somebody somebody him. needs to get somebody needs to get him this feedback. Yeah, a couple of things I think we need to point out. The first thing is I, again, I'll say he's very personable. Yes. Uh, when I talked to him, he was very, very personable. Very warm. Very warm guy. He seemed uh, like Santa. the kind of guy who... Huh? <laughs> He's very Santa. Yeah, very Santa, for sure. <laughs> um, he also, honestly, if uh, b- between him and uh, DeWine, I would pick him any day of the week. For I sure. I think he would be far more effective. Yes. Um, and he would 
he would implement all of the the, the right conservative yes. values that agree. need to be implemented. So definitely agree. Uh, so we'll start with the positives <laughs> as far as all that goes. Um, the thing that the, the the first thing I noticed from his talk is that at he at first he was very slow going. Yes. And it was really hard to listen to for yes. the first few minutes, for me at least. <laughs> no, yes. I think he, I was. did think he found his stride after a little bit. Um, it got I, better. I'll, I'll it give certainly him that. got it certainly got better. Yeah, but I mean, better. he was getting some good responses. You know what I mean? Because when you start getting some laughs and some applause and all that kind of stuff, you know, yeah. you're winning over the crowd at least to some degree. Yeah. And uh, I if go he that was far. well, let me just let me just say, <laughs> yeah. if he was talking like he was for the first five minutes. For the entire speech, he never would have gotten that reaction. I, I think no, you think so? Yeah, beca- not because of because he has some good zingers. Yes, that didn't but, show up in the first five minutes. But that was the that's the point though. They were zingers. They were very party line comments. Sure, but there's so but that's why you he don't got always the get response. those. Yeah, you do when you're when you're talking the stuff that like he like uh whoa like the Second Amendment stuff. I don't care who you are. I, you and I could get up and on, behind a microphone and say the same thing, and we get the same response. Yeah, um, but so it, it's different. It, it's, it's apples and oranges, though. Yeah, I think I don't think so at all. Because 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 so. that because that bring, leads me to my next kind of main criticism. And well, it's kind of in, uh, basically the same criticism, but uh, Joe Blystone kind of lacks charisma. Yes. Um, and by lacking, it means there's really zero very wanting yes for charisma and you yeah. got to remember uh, and uh, he seems to be billing himself as the trump of ohio and he just it's doesn't not have that no not at this point anyway no i uh, hope and if, i hope that you get your feet under you joe no i, I, no, really, I really do, do. and again i like, love uh, and i'm pulling for ho- you trust hopefully me this wouldn't be enough to turn him off from coming on and talking because i i mean I, 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 I i'd love to see him win i would love I to really talk to would. him about it honestly yeah because i think um, and you know, I, I would like to know how, cause, and he's also, his challenge is going to be, and this isn't his fault at all, but you know, he's not a, he's a no name comparatively. Right. Right. I mean, he's, right. he's got to overcome that. Oh yeah. He's got to make sure he raises the money in order well, to do that. And so, and that means it's more incumbent on him to take on the Trump persona to create some noise yeah, and, yeah. and all of that. And he's because, very cr- uh, critical of, of, uh, Mike DeWine, which is yeah, why he's running in the first which place is great. because of what Mike, Mike DeWine has been doing with this, uh, COVID stuff. And like, it is great, you know. I mean, he flat out says he's a tyrant, and right? He, and he said that multiple right. times during the speech yeah. that, that the wine is a tyrant, and I agree one hundred percent. Sure, like, that's that's sure. You know, but um, you it's need just the kind charisma of, behind it. It's just kind of weird, <laughs> yeah. When when I, when I don't feel the energy along with it, right? I and mean, Trump you, you was could, not a good speaker, n- correct? But he had the energy he, and the yes. charisma, yes. and frankly, the humor. And and Joe had some humor too that night. Yeah, I that mean that, which is fine, but. Like the big point is, you if you're going to go, if you're going to use words like tyrant, mm-hmm. if you're going to stand as hard against the Republican establishment as he does, that's great. Mm-hmm. But you or I, like I said, you or I could get behind a microphone and say the same things with more passion, mm-hmm. and I guarantee you we'd get more votes than he does. Yeah, any day of the week, and that that was my that was my kind of disappointment with him because it was like you, you don't get us when when you are that kind of mellow you don't get an air of confidence from that person 
as a voter. You don't seem well, confident. You don't, you know, you don't seem confident in speaking. W was pretty mellow. Yeah, but and not very well spoken. Agreed. And and I mean, he had the name, but yes. Well, so in, he was establishment which isn't was the probably whole the thing. thing. Yeah. But I think as far as what he is really lacking now, because like you say, on the on the policies and on the politics, he's great. Yeah. He's there. I don't really he didn't say anything that I was just adamantly like no. Um, there was it's a lot of personality trait kind of stuff or character trait. And kind I think of that's stuff. my biggest criticism yeah, is, the, is is the personality. It's just that, and, and like I say, this can be learned, mm-hmm. and hopefully, it's just that it's early. Yeah. But the problem is, the learning curve is very steep, and, and the need, timing is short. Yes, and you need to get yeah. on that horse right now. Yeah, now is the time to figure that out. Yep. Uh, he's got an uphill battle, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, uh, as far as I'm concerned, so far, um, he's got. He's got me convinced that he's absolutely better for the position than Mike DeWine. Yes, I am right too. Right now, that's where I stand. I am too. Joe Blystein. Now, I, would I don't know who else him. is jumping in yet. Right. That's, that may or may not right. give Joe a run for their money, so I'm not right. going to sit here well, and say flat out that that's the guy. And that's the thing. If somebody with more charisma and the same politics jumps in, yeah. Joe don't stand a chance. Well, but and, but then maybe if Joe uh, – because one of the things he did say is uh, if you – if you're better than, if you think you you can do this better than me, I'll get behind you. Well, well okay, sure. Maybe if if there is a guy that has the charisma and the the maybe even the name recognition or yeah. the money behind him or whatever else, yeah. On top of having the right policies and 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 all of that kind of stuff, right? Maybe that would be the point where Joe puts his money where he, where his mouth is, you know? Yeah. Uh, and maybe that's the path, that, as he said. Uh, he feels he's on this path because that's where God has led him, and maybe right. maybe God will lead him to the point where he has to make that decision, where he's got to decide to right. throw his weight behind somebody else as opposed to being the guy that does it. Right. Uh, but right now, he seems to, to me, and the way he's billing himself is the guy who feels obligated to yeah to do this job. Yeah, and I don't know, no that, matter what, whether or not he thinks he's going to win or not. Um, I think that's he, not a very strong message either, though. No, no, no. I don't. Think is, I don't think it's a very strong. <laughs> I, I message. don't like it. Um, I, I think he's got to tighten that up, and I also think that um, there were some people too that asked some kind of tough questions. Oh, yeah. that I don't think he felt too prepared for. Well, from what I can tell, not only that, just in terms of where he gets his money and yeah, what that, which you know. and this is the thing. So, in to any anybody who wants to run as a candidate. It's okay, especially if you're a first-time candidate. You can use this pretty truthfully, if not 100% truthfully. You can say, I don't know, and I will give you far more respect than seeing you kind of waffle back and forth on stage and kind of like hesitate and all this other stuff. If you don't know something, just say it. Because especially as a first-time candidate, I don't necessarily expect you to know everything, but... At the same time, if I ask you a hard question and you say, I don't know, I'll, I'm going to come up with that answer and I'll get back to you mm-hmm. or whatever else. Like, I will give you that respect. But then you better come up with honest. an answer better than Truth. I don't know. Yes, um, absolutely. Because that's the only thing I'll say yes. in response to that. Absolutely. Is, uh, if you're, I mean, you should be preparing for these questions in the background. Well, you know, uh, of course. Where are you getting your money from and does yeah. that make you beholden to those people, yeah. right? That's going to be a, that's a standard question right. that any constituent's going to ask. Right. Um, so, and this is just, again, to, I, I don't want to say that I'm an expert in, in, in any of this kind of stuff no. necessarily as far as running for office and whatnot, but from the voter's perspective, yeah, exactly. when I hear somebody ask a question like, where are you getting your money from and what does that mean in terms of how you're going to make your decisions in office, yep. uh, that's a standard, standard. 
standard yeah. question that any constituent's going to want to know right. the answer to. And honestly, if in my opinion, if you come with, I, I don't know, it tells me a lack of preparedness. Well, so yeah. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Is, but because... Because that maybe not you, that specific you only question. get away with uh, not knowing the answer Agreed. to that question the first time. Agreed. Agreed. Then you need to prioritize making right. sure you have the answer to that. Absolutely. Question. It's not an easy question to answer. Oh no, because you need money. Not by any means. You need money. Right. Um, and, but you know and what? Saying you can that say, you're not going to be beholden to other people—that's a strong statement. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a whole lot Trump easier. Because Trump could do it because he could fund his own money. Right. Fund his own campaign. It's a whole lot easier yeah. to be like, yeah, Joe I'll Blystone take, I'll take people's money. Right. And. You know, whatever else. Like that if you're saying that, that's a really strong statement yeah. to make. And you better be coming with the ammo behind that statement. And I'll tell you what, uh, if you if you look at the mayoral race, um, Gavi uh Beg Trip, um, oh, that's man. that's that's actually the thing he's been leaning into a lot. Uh, which is interesting because um, you know, he ta- he talks about where he gets his money from. That's and, weird for a Democrat. Right, right. Well, what in particular, uh, in particular, what he's been doing is be, he's been saying that he's not getting any big money from uh, from big organizations. That's uh, even weirder for a Democrat. Well, well, he's the progressive of the bunch for sure. Like he's yeah. the leftist of the bunch. Yeah. Um, you know. However, but that never stopped anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Who claims to be progressive? So yeah, but I mean, you know, the thing is, is that if you look at uh, at where he's getting his money from, it's not all just in Cincinnati. Like I'm looking at his contributions right now because he does put in oh, his sure. to Gavi's credit, even though I hope he doesn't win. To his credit, he's straight up posts his quarter one contributions here. And I'm looking through and there's a lot of stuff coming from outside of Ohio. Sure. Um which to me is suspicious. Okay, fine, you're not getting your money from big business. Right. You know, and I know we're straying from Joe Blystone here, but I just this just no, kind of came up today. It's, so I'm just it's in the same vein. Yeah. It's just, you know, why are any of these people trying to have an influence on Cincinnati right. elections? Yeah. I mean, if I want to see pretty much Cincinnati, maybe Ohio, maybe Claremont County, and that's it for the most part. Maybe Northern Kentucky or Indiana. Yeah. You know I mean? Because you're, to some degree, you're at least tan- tangentially affected by right. these, you know, right. I mean, you're, you're, you're tangentially affected. Right. You know what I mean? So to yeah. some, you know, I Absolutely. would understand you donating to uh, mm-hmm. a, a mayor, a mayor that you, uh, you know, believed in. Right. Um, cause just cause you don't live there doesn't mean you don't work there. Right. And exactly. therefore are affected by exactly. crime and all the other stuff that could happen. Right. Exactly. So, but if you are in, I don't know, like Oakland, California, I, 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 really? I, I'm not entirely sure why you're what you what that has to do with anything what you have to do with any of this is it a corporation no and it's not big donations either these are but interesting but it just makes me it just makes me suspicious and yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that there's anything necessarily wrong here right 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 but but it makes you wonder what what are, you know why because again remember Democrats are very very good at getting organized yep uh, and they know that they can go anywhere for money. Oh yeah. And if it, it's an interest, it'd be, it's an interesting strategy that it's it's seen. I could be wrong, but it seems like that's what uh, Gavi is implementing here is the strategy of well, I'm going to be the guy that says I'm not taking any money from big business, and that's true. It could be true, as far as I can tell, it's true. Right, right. right. Um, but I'm taking money from. But I'm going to I'm going to go the all the way. I'm going to go all over the country. Yeah. yeah. You know. Now, that's if you were to go, if you were to go like overseas, then people would be like, "Whoa, hold up well, a second. Yeah. That's because I think that's 
supposed to be illegal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but well, there, I think it is supposedly illegal. Right. But there's but, always a ways around that. Yeah, but now there's a reason why it's illegal. Yeah. Right. It's absolutely. illegal because yeah. then you've got people who are trying to influence uh, ge- geographic locations, politics right. that are may go against that right. locality's those constituents' interests. Right. Now, who's to say that somebody in California, in Oakland, California, is not also doing the same? How is that not effectively the same? Even if it's legal, how is that not effectively the same dynamic? Right. Well, if it's a private individual, that would make a difference. Well, and I think this is, I mean, of course, because we said, uh, Gavi has, we've totally strayed from Joe Blystone. Sorry, Joe, but I think you got, I think we gave you enough time here, and you can certainly come on the show. Come on the show. But I I just got to point out, just because of this uh, race that's going on, that the uh, that uh, Gavi is employing, uh, especially a couple of days before the election, a massive social media sponsorship campaign. Yeah, I did not. Uh, he's got these really cheesy, stupid yeah. commercials that he has. <laughs> I watched one of them, like, Wah. right. Um, but I did I don't see a whole it. lot of that coming from these more established, you know, uh, uh, no, candidates, like uh, particularly from from David Mann. I right. Don't see, and you know, I know he's very established in Cincinnati. Oh yeah. So this guy's got a lot of money coming to him for sure in order to be able to afford this. And you can see where he's getting some of this money. I mean, he's got a big, long list here. Uh, of course, you got to scroll over to see the amounts. Uh, that's not the first thing you get to see. Uh, but, you know, you do see a lot of stuff here. Jeez, uh, he's got a lot of money coming in. Yeah. I've only scrolled through 178 rows out of I don't know how many, and it's like 31,000 just there. Dang, oh Imagine and like I gotta keep scrolling for a while. I mean, he's got a lot of money coming in, Interesting. and there is. I wonder if I filtered this out. How much of it was actually coming just from Ohio or Cincinnati? I'm gonna try. I'm gonna play yeah, around with this and and just that see. That would because, be an interesting thing to because see. I think it's worth pointing out that for sure. Yeah, okay, Gabby. Yeah, you're not funded by Big's business, but you're not exactly funded by. But Cincinnati you're also funded locals. by California. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I'm sure you learned a lot from uh, Gabby Gefford. So, oh yeah. Oh, anyway, that's yeah, he's that the guy. yeah he's the guy that worked oh, for Gabby Gifford. No, yeah, we yeah. cannot so, let so this know, guy win. Yeah, well, I'll do the no, best I can. No, no, no. But the fact that there's no Republican running is bad enough. Letting yeah. somebody like that in control of this city would be extremely yeah. detrimental. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, and he's for uh, issue three, so of course. Yeah. Uh, Say what you want to uh, say, whatever else you want about Aftab, and I can understand any other criticism going to him or even David Mann, but neither right. one of them are supporting issues. Right. Things, so, yeah. Anyway. Wow. So we covered uh, more than I intended to on that, but I think it was some good stuff. Yeah. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. If you'd like to help spread the word, please give us a five star review and tell your friends to subscribe too. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and every other major podcast platform. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. If you'd like to be a part of the show, reach out to us at canceledoutpodcast at gmail.com. Canceled Out is produced, directed, edited, and mixed by Scott and Max. All sourcing information can be found at chronicles.org. Canceled Out is a Scott and Max production, copyright 2021.